uh, in England that the same level of uh, kind of anticipation and excitement for the T20 Blast as it is in India for the IPL? Well, no, no, there isn't. There just frankly isn't. Uh, so thanks for those questions. Um, and if anyone else wants to get in touch, you can do at the Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram or the Cricket Pod at gmail.com. Yeah, I, I wish we could have uh, some more player interaction stories. Yeah. So uh, I've got one for you this week. Have you? What's that? So uh, I was reminiscing with one of my friends at the weekend, and he uh, he reminded me of my interaction with David Hussey a few years ago. Yeah. Um, he used to be the Horsham overseas player uh, when he was younger. Uh, so Horsham's in Sussex, for those who don't know. Um, do the worst tees in Sussex, by the way, just to get that out there. Um, and uh, I dislocated my thumb when diving forward for a catch. Yeah. Caught in uh, one of the holes that you put the boundary in so so to protect the square you put the old metal pole things in well how are you just like from this at home put your hands out like you're going to create a cricket ball you'll clearly see that your thumbs are <laughs> yeah, on the top bit of a hand there yep so why what were you doing so I kind of I, just, I don't know what I was doing but it got caught in there and it popped out okay. and I was just like oh, no, oh dear Okay, so uh, went back into the thing, um, went to the bath to get some ice and just, uh, we had a doctor on the team and uh, he was going to pop it back in for me and he go, David Hussey was there at the bar and goes, oh, I've done that plenty of times, mate. I have no idea who David Hussey is at this point. David Hussey and grabbed hold of my hand and go, right, pull really hard on your thumb. David Hussey and I put my thumb back into place. Yeah, very it's good. A cute little story. So that's good. If you've got anything as gripping as that. <laughs> <laughs> then David Hussey... Cut off that off. <laughs> yeah, that would be lovely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, David Cussey kissed my thumb as said. That's, that's how you have the nickname Mean Streets. Um, very good, Ross. Uh, <laughs> that's enough of that. Let's move on. It was 335 to win for India, and then came the near unbelievable part. Sunil Gavaskar batted through 60 overs and made 36 not out. I've never seen anything quite like it in a limited overs game before or since that day. It was almost as though they were having batting practice, either that or playing for a draw. England won the match by 202 runs. So as you're all aware, England are currently 1-0 down in the Ashes series. First time since 2005. Yep. Um, We are... We're playing again this week at Lords. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the press think we're going to lose. Yeah, and I think most of the cricketing world feels that you know what, England don't stand a chance here. Yeah, uh, the Australian cricket podcasts I listen to both think they're going to win. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, so what classic think- Australian hubris, though. I think Glenn McGrath predicted five nil. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took him a game into the series to predict that, but yeah, yeah, we, yeah if England <laughs> were playing with ten men, definitely five yeah. nil. Definitely five. Yeah. No, I think so. Um, we've, got, we've got Joff back. King Joff. Yeah. He's with Joffrey Archer. He's going to be fantastic for us all. It's going to be good. Um, but Jack, you've got a little something, something to... Kind of yeah, I was going to do a little preview oh, uh, nice. of, of the test. Uh, obviously, it's the first time Australia have won the first test in England since 2005. Mm-hmm. We know what happened there. Oh, and I also think it's a bit of a backlash because everyone said that Edgebaston was fortress Ed- Edgebaston. Yeah. And trying to create that kind of mentality. I think they went about it all wrong. They literally gave Australia kind of a rallying point to be like, do you know what? Let's tear their house down. So it's the first time that Australia have won the first test in England since 2005. Uh, good series, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully it's uh, it's a forecast of good news for, for cricket in neutrals. <laughs> yeah. uh, the uh, 2005 Ashes test at Edgebaston was yeah. actually voted the England fans' all-time greatest test match. Really? Yeah. yeah. It was a good one. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I can't think of a many better. But I don't think we're talking about that. Today. Yeah, no. Um, what What is interesting uh, is that when England go 1-0 down, they almost always lose. Positive. Yeah, so there have only been three times where we've actually won from 1-0 down. Okay. Uh, 2005, mm-hmm. which you mentioned. 981, where both of them went ballistic, which, you know, is probably ranks like second on, on England's list of, of series wins. Yeah. Uh, and, and there you might actually find a competitor for the Edgebaston test when uh, both of them, was it at Headingley, where he scored, scored 150. And yeah, then sw- uh, swashbuckling. Bob Willis bowled them out. Um, but the other one, and the one that I think we're going to take some lessons from, mm-hmm. is the 1954-55 Ashes. I'm so glad we're going back to Tyson. <laughs> where England unleashed Frank the Typhoon Tyson. Okay. So, do you know who Frank the Typhoon Tyson is? 
No, he sounds like a boxer. Frank, well, you know, he does. I mean, Mike Tyson. Mike, you, Mike the Typhoon Tyson would have worked. Mm-hmm. What was his name? Uh, I know Mike the Rapist Tyson. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Iron Mike, Mike the Woman Beater Tyson. I don't know which one it would it be. <laughs> oh, God, do you know? Mike the Biter Tyson. I can go on. <laughs> well, it was like, he, uh, he was none of these people. Bowl accounts, very nice man, dead now, uh, okay. Frank Tyson. Uh, he was a guy who claimed he could bowl 119 miles an hour. Oh, that is a bold claim. <laughs> even with even with the 10% boost in speed, though, that like all ex-fast bowlers get, yeah. that makes him pretty formidably quick. <laughs> like, um, in his career, he was basically picked, he hadn't in for this, this series, uh, because he broke Bill Edrich's jaw, who was an England batsman, mm-hmm. and uh, the England selectors were like, he'll be pretty good in Australia. Uh, so they put him on the boat. Over he went. Uh, Richie Benno and Bradman said he was the fastest bowler they've ever seen. So like, he's, he's, there's a little bit of pedigree here. Um, I did love. How do you think he gauged he was bowling 190? Because it's quite specific, isn't it? <laughs> he just made it. Like, so, 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 like, yeah, you know, I bowl, but he can easily say 115. That's fine. Why 119? Like that. Was, I don't know, um, it feels like he's embellishing. It was bit. quick. It was quick. Uh, he's, he is one of four men ever to hit the sight screen with a ball that bounced once. That's impressive. Yeah, so that is. Yeah, not a great delivery, but impressive. Uh, yeah. Um, and there is, I, mean, I don't know if you saw a clip for the World Cup, but there's another player in the England team who, who's just come in who also did that. He did, Joffre. Yeah. It's a sign. Uh, well, he, he did it off the stumps, but it, yeah, it could be a sign. <laughs> um, anyway, they brought him in to terrorise Australia. Uh, the series didn't start well. We went 1-0 down, obviously. Yep. In that test, he didn't bowl particularly well. Went for about 160 for, for his only wicket. Okay, so a little bit expensive. Yeah, then in the second test, uh, Ray Linwall, the Australian fast bowler, bounced him and hit him in the head. Okay. Uh, and this is what he said about it. He said, uh, he let me have a very fast, short pitch delivery. Instinctively, I turned a defensive back on the ball, which skidded through and hit me a sickening blow on the head. I sank to the ground, and as I slipped in and out of consciousness, I was dimly aware of the players gathered around my prostrate body. It's got quite a way with words, actually, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, um, this is from his tour diary. I wouldn't, if I was on tour, I wouldn't be writing like this. <laughs> <laughs> Indistinctly, I heard my fellow batsman, Bill Edridge, of Broken Jaw fame, mm-hmm. uh, saying, my God, Lindy, you've killed him. I was very, very angry with Ray. <laughs> the whole of the Aussie team knew it. I would return that bounce with interest. Uh, and he did. I mean, Richie Benno, after the fact, so a few years later, was asked by Ian Chappell on air, uh, like, what did you think about that bounce from Ray Linwall? Uh, and he replied, it was a bad idea, followed by a very long silence. Before Benno added, a very bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he came back, um, destroyed everyone. Like, I, I can go into some more detail. He took six for in the second innings, uh, bowled pretty scarily. 50,000 people turned up for the next test to watch Australia try and score 160 on the last day. They were all out in about two hours. <laughs> he took six for 16. This, this, guy yeah. sounds, this guy sounds like a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, exactly. Um, and here's where I think we need to like draw some inspiration. So like, lots of people are a little bit, oh, maybe it's not going to go that well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who can we bring in? We've got our, we've got our, our version. Joffre, coming back. Save the, like, similar situation. I thought Did you, nothing in the first test. I thought you were going to talk about Sam Curran. Or Jack Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Is, um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to bring Joffre back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to take inspiration from Frank and Typhoon. Be a bit, be a bit of hostile. Be a bit hostile. Knock a few people out. And uh, it'll all be fine, won't it? Yeah, well, I suppose so. That's my plan. Okay, well, I'm, I'm backing it. That's fine. Uh, do we th- how, how do we think that uh, the Australians handle the short ball? Uh, well, you know. Matthew Wade is quite small. Yeah. David Warner, also small. You don't have to bowl that short then, do you? No, that, that, yeah. but that's the thing. It's right? easier in some respects. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so Joffrey is back. Um, lots of Australians have had something to say about that. Have you, have you seen that in the news? Oh, yeah, they've pretty, I mean, Langer came out and said, we're going to wear him down. Like, yeah. he's, he's not used to bowling these long spells. Um, I think, was it, uh, I can't remember who the other guy was. It was Stark who came out and said... Cummings, Cummings, Cummings something. It? it doesn't matter who's in the 11. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, like, usually you can tell in sport, if people are, like, making a lot of noise, you know, it doesn't matter if that guy's playing. Usually it means they're, they're a little bit worried. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, uh, it's just that bit like we said last week on the show that if Joffre was playing in the previous game mm-hmm. there is no way that Peter Siddle was sitting there getting 41 runs and the, the, no, yeah, no, none yeah. of the, the tail will be blasted out 
Um, Joffre's pretty excited. He said, I, I'm probably more ready than I've ever been. There we go. So that's a, that's a big statement. Is it due to um, I think break, breakdown after three overs <laughs> yeah. side strain? Well, I think Justin Langer has another thing coming. Is Langer putting his pads on? Fine talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he says, I, he says, I personally believe in test cricket you get a lot more opportunities to redeem yourselves. In 50-0 cricket, if you don't have a good 10 overs, that's it. You've got to wait until the next game. You have ample chances in uh, in Red Bull cricket to come back. I played a lot more Red Red Bull than White Bull cricket. I do think it's my preferred format. Red Bull isn't really shown on TV, so a lot of people won't know. And I think that's another like parallel you can draw between Jofra and Frank the Typhoon Tyson, mm-hmm. is that... Like, even though they've seen him bowl in, in T20 cricket, like, Red Bull cricket is still a bit of a mystery. You don't really know, like, who's gonna turn up. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, with Frank the Typhoon Tyson, <laughs> I'm gonna keep calling him that. <laughs> they literally didn't know who he was. He he could have just been fucking anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but as they have a bit of an idea about Joffre, but, uh, but I think it'll be good. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, they've lots of wickets. Yeah, and I think it's, uh, it's one of those things where, like, they've obviously got some, Top quality batsman in the Australian lineup, yeah. but bowling at 93 miles an hour, 94 miles an hour, yeah. even when the ball's old, still makes a difference. Yes, it does. Yeah. Like coming at, having Wokes bowling at 84 mile an hour with the with the red ball, it's a bit like, well, it doesn't really make too much difference. You saw they filled their boots. Um, so another another plus point for Joffre. Uh, are you aware of his Twitter premonitions? I am indeed. Yeah. Have you seen what he tweeted today? No, no I haven't actually. Love to get on the honours board. Oh, he's playing. He's toying with fate. Toying with I thought I just can't see why it won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there are some other reasons, I think, that England fans can be like a little bit optimistic. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't, I don't go too far. They've still got Steve Smith and all the other good players. So, but, so wait, wait, before we go into that, so you, you keep saying this, uh, you've got Tyson. Yeah. Um, would, what's Joffre's nickname? What, what should that be? Should, should, if we should give him a nickname. Does it have to be Storm-related? I reckon it should be Sir Geoffrey. Because one thing that would annoy Geoffrey Boycott more than anything is if Sir Geoffrey Archer was knighted before <laughs> Sir Geoffrey Boycott. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that might kill him. <laughs> we, can um, only, we can only hope. Uh, okay, that's, I like that. Yeah. Sir Geoff. I mean, it's not as I was hoping for something that at least slightly weather related, but I can't think of any. Geoffrey Velvet Thunder Archer. Yes, we can. Thunder. Uh, yeah. Um, That's not bad. Yeah. What else is it, mate? Uh, Horror culture. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Jesus. Max is back on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Right, let's move on. So you, you, were, you were saying, Jack, you were saying. Um, there's some other reasons to be good, to be happy. Um, the pitch looks pretty green. Okay. Apparently that's what England wanted. Uh, I don't know if that necessarily suits our fairly fragile batting lineup, <laughs> but, you know, uh, apparently it might. Uh, Wokes is pretty much unplayable at Lords with bat and ball actually he's, mm. he's got like a ridiculous record it was pretty much a year to the day isn't it where he hit, the, hit his last ton yeah well I, I think in test matches at Lords he averages about 19 with the ball I thought it was less yeah <laughs> 15 and in England in test matches with the bat he averages 43 or something like that so. yeah uh, so that's good uh, England will be playing with 11 men Positive. So that's good. I mean, like, not only do we will we not have to carry Anderson, who can't bat and couldn't bowl, I, I, but we don't have to take carry Mo and Ali. We, we, we didn't cover some can't bat. We didn't cover it at the show last week, but why did Anderson go out and bat? Like, it's, like it was ridiculous. Like he was never going to do anything, and then he hurt himself. Yeah. Stupidity. Oh, anyway, so plenty um, of good signs. Yeah, there. and Jack Leach. Uh, I've, I've got him down. I, I like Jack Leach. I don't know if he'll be any good, but you know, it's better than knowing Ali. Yeah, that, that's the. That, we're, we're not saying at the. At the, at the He's a Lord there. specialist. Well, Leach. Yeah, has he only played at Lords? Well, no, he has. He's <laughs> played in places, but but he's got. He scored ninety two there last week, didn't he? Yeah, but against Ireland. Yeah, but that's, that's a Lord specialist. Yeah, you can bring in some other Lord specialists, maybe. But um. <laughs> well, I tell you what, he's going to be going out if he has to be a night watchman at some point. He's going out with a swagger. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think there's always an argument for bringing in somebody who plays with glasses as well. But, uh, we, so you're going for challenging the Daniel for Tory, exactly. kind of thing. Yeah. The uh, Imam Al Haq. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a very storied Mitchell history of picture with. Yeah. Uh, who, who's your favourite spectacled cricketer? Uh, Jack Leach. <laughs> 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 He's going to win the game for us next week. So. 
Well, so, here with Archie, yeah. Um, the, the battle of the bald spinners between so him, and, um, him and Lion. Him and Gary. They're, they're the, good re- the good reasons. Mm-hmm. The good things to be happy about. Um, okay. Sad things. There's a few of these, aren't there? Yeah, there are. One nil down. Uh, Australia are pretty good at Lords. We're pretty bad at Lords. Yeah. Um, I mean, interestingly, like, we are pretty bad at Lords, but going back to 2005, it's actually alternated. So Australia won the last one, then it was England, then Australia, then England, then Australia in 2005. So we're due, based on the on the recent history. Okay. And um, before that, do you want to know the last time England won at Lords against Australia? It's going to be depressing, isn't it? 1934. <laughs> and the time before that was in the 1800s. <laughs> so... And we're going to give you a full by full commentary on how that went down. Can you believe that, though? Like, we had 71 years against Australia without winning at Lords. Played them every single time they came. <laughs> so happy hunting. <laughs> That's like a core of the test between the between the nations. Yeah, that is nuts. Ever played? That is nuts. Lost. Make yourself at home, Australia. Steve Smith. He's a problem. He is. Um, there was a good article though in in Crickfist. Do you want to see this? I'll summarise it very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are four ways to get him out. Uh, Bowl bounces at him in his first 30 balls. He only averages 27 against them. Okay. So we've got Joffre for that. Mm-hmm. That's good. After the first 30, he averages 147, so that's a temporary plan. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need to be very, very strict on this. After 30 balls, do not bowl bounce today. Yeah. Um, and left against left arm spin, he's, he only, I say he only averages 35, but 35 would make him like England's second best batsman, so. He only averages 35 against left arm spin. Okay. He'd only be as good as, like, all of England's players that aren't Josh, Joe Root. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Against left arm spin. Uh, so two other ways to get there. Yeah, so there's two. There's two more. Uh, he only... This is where it gets a little bit tenuous, I have to say. He only averages 45 <laughs> against bowlers who release the ball from 215 centimetres or higher, which is Archer's release point. Okay. So, uh, for a bit of uh, context, 45 is about 10 more than any other batsman apart from Joe Root. Imagine if That's you... his weak spot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and he he's not brilliant against balls that are just outside of stump. He actually genuinely like only like averages 30 or less. And he doesn't get better, so a lot of players are iffy there early in their innings. Um, but they, they improve, their judgment gets better. The whole, like, Steve Smith, fresh in to Steve Smith after, like, 200 balls, always averages about 30. To balls just outside off stump. So, but he does move, like, his, his whole technique is based upon forcing people to bowl straight to him. He, he literally moves across so he doesn't have to play the cover drive. Yeah, but, like, what, what Crickfizz is saying is that you just have to keep it there. Like, eventually, he'll, he'll dangle his battle one. Right. Um... You have to be pretty disciplined because as soon as you end up on stumps, he'll hit you away. Mm-hmm. Or if you end up really wide, he'll do that like weird back foot drive shot he does, <laughs> um, and he'll hit you away there. But if you if you can, and, and like you know, with Wokes and the Hill and Broad, there are two bowlers there that can probably not fuck up that too badly. Yeah, Broad's not bad at Lords, to be fair. Yeah, he's, uh, taking he's in the mood. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, what are your thoughts about the Lord Test? Yeah, so I think they've picked the wrong team. So Joe Denley is still in the squad, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which is nuts. That is, is, is truly... Is this like, his fourth test match, fifth test match now? Which is baffling to me. Oh, like, like ninth or tenth. Yeah, he played the West Indies, no, he's, played, he's played a few matches. Yeah, yeah. and he, he's just like he's had enough time to prove that he can't play test cricket. Yeah. Um, Roy Burns, obviously, we hit the ton in the previous test match. Can't drop him. Yeah. Um, but I think that if there was one place where you want to... Like Lords is difficult because they're of the slope. But if they, every single time they're covering the game, they take out the bloody um, the level. I don't know what they're called. The um, spirit level. Spirit level. Yeah, spirit level. Yeah. And they're just like, oh my god, look at the look at the gradient, look at the gradient. But people who play there a lot are pretty good there. Like Steve Finn mm-hmm. bowling at Lords, very good bowler. Yep. Toby Roland Jones, same case. But it also comes down to batting as well. Batting's a little bit different. You have to know where your off stump is. You have to know which balls to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a little bit different, kind of the mindset and the technique to bat lords. That's why I think David Milan, yep. as much as he's only been playing Div 2 cricket, but he still hit over 800 runs this season, an yeah, average, right. of, uh, average of over 60. Yeah, yeah. He's hit a ton against Australia before. Yep. I think there's a big case to, for them to actually have picked, you know what, let's give David a go. Well, as we 
um, as you might say later on in the program, he's done decent in the uh, T20 Blast as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I think, I think they've really missed a trick on that one. And it's not like Joe, Joe Denny is not being picked for his bowling. No, and also Joe Denny was picked as number three. And now if Joe Root's going to play number three, then maybe Denny, you know, there's other people. Yeah, I mean, like, but Denny wasn't that. even though, was he? He was kind of there as like a spinning extra. Yeah, he might be able to open the batting. Yeah, and like as an opening batsman um, cover, and then folks got injured, and so they moved the order around. Gave Jennings another go, mm. and then kept him at three, at, like he'd earned the place on merit. Mm. And here we are, yeah. six months later. He <laughs> just doesn't feel we have any confidence. Like Johnny Bairstow. I mean, I reckon he's just listening to... I reckon Johnny Bairstow goes on to Twitter, downloads all of the negative tweets about what's being said about him, and then puts it through like a Microsoft Sam kind of audio realisation tool. Yeah. Like kind of uh, text-to-speech tool, <laughs> and just listens to it in, a, in, a, in his headphones. And I'm hoping he does that, because he seems to bat well when he's uh, up mm. against it. But he's been shit. So yeah. there's big question marks over him as well. Um, yeah, so just the wrong team. All right, well, speaking of teams, no one really knows who's going to play for Australia. Um, yeah. I'm not sure they make too many changes. The Hayes, well, that's the rumour. Maybe they're not going to make any changes, but then that'll upset Hazelwood and Stark. So maybe they'll be like, be like Holland in the fact of Football World Cup, where all the t- they start fighting each other. <laughs> uh, that's another plus point. Well, the thing is, they can't drop Peter Siddle. Peter Siddle was probably their best bowler. Well, that's what Langer, Langer did actually say that he was their best bowler. Really? <laughs> yeah, he did. So, I mean, I mean, Nathan Lyon obviously took loads of wickets, but Siddle was on the money and was very mm-hmm. unlucky not to get more wickets. Cummings is obviously the number one bowler in the world, so yeah. wouldn't be uh, dropping him anytime soon. And it's a big risk to pick Stark. Mm-hmm. No, he's, he's, he is definitely kind of a superstar. Um, but he's hit and miss. He's definitely hit and miss. Yeah. Uh, well, well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so I, I don't know. I guess we want to summarise what we have to do to win. <laughs> Pick the right team. Get Smith out. Invoke the spirit of Frank Tyson. Yeah, I agree. That's how we do it. Uh, do you want to make a prediction? Uh, well, personally, I would uh, say that England's strategy has to be to bat long. Bat long. Because I only have a ticket for the fifth day. <laughs> My parents have uh, snapped up all tickets for the first four days because you know you have to That's have greedy. four days of cricket. Um, That's incredibly so, greedy. So yeah, so they yeah. should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully, it will rain for the first two or three days, so I can get guaranteed to match them. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Ross, uh, Ross, well, that's not really a prediction so much <laughs> as an explanation of your circumstance. Uh, Ross, did you have a prediction for us? Uh, sadly, my parents aren't. Uh, on what's, what's the word? MCC members. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not lucky enough. Not fortunate enough to be MCC members. Um, has, your, has your dad got a blazer? So he's uh, got a tie. I think he might have one, but he doesn't wear it. I oh, see. So I think you should. When you next go home, mm. dig it out, wear it to the podcast. Yeah. Because if you turned up wearing the old oh egg and bacon God. thing, that'd be fantastic. It would be, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, 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 I think England are going to win. So I think right. I think it's one of those. It's, it's been such Based a t- what? it's been such a topsy turvy world of like cricket this year and sporting events that everyone expects England to lose. Yeah, and I'm sitting there. Do you know what? Let's back them to win. Yeah, I, you know, I think they've got a good chance. I, I was looking um, to, to make another point um, at recent series in England and while Joe Root's been captain we almost I think we've lost a test to every team mm-hmm. so it's just, it's just what happens uh, don't lose two tests very often though so you know maybe, maybe we'll need a little bit of luck probably <laughs> we might do it and I, I'm back in Joffre Sir Joff Hurricarch it's not it's not being it doesn't even make sense. So, so Serge Off is going to lead us to victory, um, is he? Yeah, I hope so. Basically. That's not really a prediction, but yeah, I hope he does. Um, and you have to remember, the last time Joffrey bowled at Lords was the Super Over. Yeah. Only conceded 16 runs. Like <laughs> was it enough? Yep. Then no, don't doubt the man. There's enough for a tie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think it was a nice little prediction, boys. A nice little uh, summary of uh, the next game. Um, Let's have a little break and then come back with a bit of T20 Blast. He's going in a tremendous hammer. So that's two sixes in two deliveries for Gary Balance. Gary 
Harry Valens in his second test match goes to 100. This is a rare talent. Yeah, obviously great news. Um, came, came as a bit of a surprise, but uh, you know it's great news, and you know can't wait to to get back in the squad and, and um, you know get back into it. Okay, now we've got the uh, Test cricket out of the way. Let's talk about uh, the least important form of cricket according to the ECB, uh, which will be a footnote in history once the L hundred era comes in. But I guess we should talk about it. The T Twenty Blast. Yep, so that's England's uh, domestic T20 competition, trying to rival the likes of Big Bash and the IPLs. Well, it was the first. It doesn't necessarily make it better, though, does it? Just because you're there first doesn't mean you... But it it is important to say, just like Sussex were the first first first-class county. Great. Um, I'm going to focus on the uh, South Division. (laughs) I really don't care about that. Uh, Yeah, so South Division, Rob's going to take the North. Um, Somerset are on the march. They've uh, won three of uh, their last three games. Um... They're doing pretty well. So Kent opened up with a perfect record. They were 5-5, five five, and they're now all of a sudden kind of started slipping down. Somerset um, have Baba Azam opening up the batting. Yeah. Uh, the number one... 100 machine. Yeah, he's the number one rated T20 batsman in the world. And he... I don't, he's just... He's good. He's, he's got liquid wrists, is the way I want to describe yeah. him. Um, well, I don't think they'd be very good for cricket, though, would they? Well, yeah, but... <laughs> You want like maybe very flexible wrists, yeah. but, like, maybe maybe like a quite a viscous gel or something. Yeah. Okay, we'll go we'll go with that. A stretch Armstrong wrists. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing would be out of reach. Um, but yeah, he uh, he had a ton the other day against um, Hampshire. He's currently averaging sixty two at one hundred and fifty three. Not bad. Very good. Yeah. So that is uh, he's an incredible talent, um, and I think it's it's quite it's not completely contrasting to the way he's batted um, for Pakistan in the World Cup, but. It was very strange watching him back in the world because he was quite slow. Like notoriously, like, he was quite selfish, wasn't he? Really? Yeah. And in, in this one, he frees himself up and smashes the runs anyway. So it's just like, what were you doing, Baba? Um, but a top talent, um, only to be joined by Tom Banton, who is their wicketkeeper. Mm-hmm. And he's twenty years old. Um, he's like a he's like a hybrid of Kevin Peterson and Josh Butler. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, he, this guy is amazing. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he hit a ton of 52 balls versus Kent, so the leaders. Um, he's a wicket keeper as well. Yeah. Uh, but so far in the competition, he's like really set it alight. Uh, he's got this shot where, uh, people come around the wicket to him, so he's a right-handed bat, and anything that's kind of, like, just slightly short, moves his wrist around and plays it, like, like his feet are still in the same place, mm. moves his wrist around and it does reverse hit completely standing up it's absolutely amazing uh, and he's a really top talent as I said uh, Kent are slipping down after their perfect start they lost to Somerset um, but they do have a, a very strong lineup. so Daniel Goldrummond who has been linked with England mm. not a couple of years ago been on for a few years now um, I don't know Hino, Hino Kuhn Hino Kuhn I've known the name he um, played a few test matches for South Africa here a few yeah, years ago. He is unbelievable in the field. Yeah. Like the the um, the compilation of fielding catches so far this year, I think, has like five mm. of his out of the ten. Like is he's unbelievable and also a very handy bat. Um, Zach Crawley being linked with England oh, yeah. at the moment, yeah. and we mentioned him and uh, Dom Sibley in the same breath from the last show. Um, Sam Billings, so the Neely man. Yeah, like Sam Billings is one of those kind of unlucky guys, isn't he's he? There and thereabouts. Yeah. yeah. If if if, um, if he was a bit better, if he was a bit better, and I mean Johnny Bairstow and Butler didn't exist, maybe yeah. Sam Billings would be the one. Yeah, and you might think, would he have been that much worse than James Vince? Probably not. Yeah, bipedal edge dispenser. <laughs> And they also they've also got Mohammed Nabi, so yeah. from the Afghanistan team. So I don't think it's going to be too long until they refine their uh, winning formula. Um, but then we come on to Middlesex and Sussex, who are leading the way in the competition. So uh, Somerset and Kent fighting out in three and four. Um, Middlesex second and Sussex first. So yeah. the weekend Sussex beat Middlesex, um, and Sussex won the last four, including two nine wicket wins. It's good. Emphatic. Statement. Uh, they've got Alex Carey, so. Mm, he's pretty good. So we were quite, quite surprised on the show to find that he wasn't in the Australia squad. Yeah, he played very well at the World Cup. Uh, well, yeah, it was, I think he was, was the wicketkeeper in the team of the tournament, mm. wasn't he? Um, he's not really getting a bat. <laughs> so in those no. two games, he's bat, bats at four, um, but Phil Salt and Laurie Evans and Luke Wright are a real force to be reckoned with. Um, Luke Wright went over 3,900 domestic T20 runs. Yeah. How old is he now? 
Uh, I think he's like 52. Okay. Yeah, 52 years young. Just about 15, 20 years younger than Triscothic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, Coming uh, into his peak years. <laughs> he's become the leading T20 domestic run scorer in the UK. It's not bad. Um, can you guess who he took over? Is it someone we'll know? Yes. Um, in and around the England squad. In and around. Ravi Rapara. Oh, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good shout, but it's not him. Uh, it's not him. Oh, I don't know. I feel the pressure too much. You feel the pressure. It's, uh, it's the one and only Joe Denley. Joe Denley? Really? really? Yeah, wow. Joe Denley. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's all rather impressive. Um, but what's even more impressive is the height of Reese Topley. Hmm? Reese Topley is the tallest man I think I've ever seen on the cricket field. Is it impressive yeah. to be tall? It's not really an achievement, is it? In a sense. Yeah. It does have an impact. Like, impressively tall? Mm. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's not... I don't feel like you've done anything to accomplish that. Maybe you were breastfed for quite a long time. Maybe you didn't... didn't Maybe you drank a lot of milk when he was growing up. Yeah. Eat lots of vegetables. That's a very tall parent. Yeah. But again, none of these things, really. Nature versus nurture. When it comes to height, what should we do? He might have sat on a rack for five years when he was growing up well, yeah. if we'd done that then yeah, well, maybe he's related to Stretch Armstrong exactly we, we don't know how, so, t- how tall is he after all this build uh, I think he's eight foot nine. Eight foot nine. Okay. Well, I mean that's quite and tall. is it better to be a tall cricketer or a short cricketer well as you said earlier if you're bowling against Steve Smith yeah. maybe it's good to be a tall cricketer so get some, yeah well yeah. but then on the other hand Steve Smith's short yeah so maybe it's better to be short and you'd be the best player hmm so who's, who's a notorious like James Taylor notoriously small he was tiny Brian Lara yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know well, I think it doesn't really make that much of a difference unless you're a pace bowler you don't want it, you don't want somebody who's like 4 foot 5 coming into bowl <laughs> pace do you well, oh he's a little bit skiddy well but that, that's the thing if it was a 4 foot 5 Malinga mm-hmm. bowling literally from stump to stump <laughs> LBW's in play every single ball that would be pretty difficult so, it'd be like Max coming into bowl wouldn't it yeah. isn't Mark Wood about 5 foot 10 which is not sure. not particularly but, tall, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Reese Topley is a uh, force to be reckoned with, um, but their bowling attack is unbelievable. So they've got Danny Briggs, who's so the... Le- I forgot, this is Sussex. Sussex, yeah, yeah still Sussex. Uh, Danny Briggs is the leading T20 domestic wicket-taker. Um, they've got Ollie Robinson, who's kind of on the border of the England side. Um, time, Tamal Mills. Yeah. So obviously the left armour who's gone around... He went for over £1 million, pounds, didn't he, in the IPL, not this season, the season before. Good. Yeah. Good. And they've got our boy Rashid Khan, so that is a that is a phenomenal lineup, and uh, managed by Jason Gillespie. Um, they're probably favourites for the tournament, if I'm perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you tell me otherwise, when you talk about the North, um, but Middlesex are surprising people. So Middlesex have uh, got Steve Smithfin, who we mentioned earlier. Steve Smithfin. Steve Smithfin. Steve Smithfin. Steve Smithfin. Steve Finn. Um, Destroyed Surrey, took five Got or sixteen. Five, yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have had six, dropped yeah. dropped on even taken three wickets in an over. Mostly short balls. They yeah. can, she couldn't do with it. No, yeah, I know. Um but this was after A. B. De Villiers has smashed sixty four and Owen, the boy Morgan. So yeah. England's Lord Bro- and Savior. Back as well. I think they were three or four down by the time those two got together. Yeah, no, he smashed seventy, yeah. not too many balls. Um, it was a record attendance. Yeah. Yeah, so there's 27,773 people are going to watch T20 cricket. That's that's amazing. Yeah, that's good. Um, If only there was a tournament coming next year that could like use the momentum that that sort of thing's generating. (laughs) Well, I'm pretty sure that they've got a one-off contract for L100 Aero to be played at Wembley. So it's going to be like a (laughs) 5,000 attendance for the opening game of the season. (laughs) Remember it is Glamorgan Worcestershire it's going to be off the charts uh, but they've got plenty of firepower and they've also got Toby Roland Jones who's made a bit of a comeback um, back in fitness and again maybe he has a case of turning up and playing for England no, if, if he's fair definitely yeah but they obviously lost, they lost to Sussex um, and then beat Gloucester Davin Lamb with 91 runs off of uh, 50 odd balls um, so they're doing pretty well yeah uh, but other than that it's a, it's a four horse race the, the rest of the team so Gloucestershire are in fifth um, are they still called the Gladiators yeah I, I honestly don't know we, did, oh, we, did, we went through all of the teams uh, a few episodes ago they're, they're just like honestly like Hampshire are rubbish like, Essex are not bad Surrey have won four of their last 25 T20 games they're bad and they've spent so much money for some reason and I wish Max was here as his Surrey membership always dictates mm. that he's got a great opinion on this um, the Currens are batting in like the top four yeah, Sam Curran batted number three yeah. last match. But where, where's, where's the, I don't know where this has really come it's from. Like around the club, isn't it? Yeah, it, kind of, it does kind of feel like I mean, like at any level of cricket, <coughs> cricket like selection is basically about who you know. 
Like, favoritism, yeah, yeah. There's it's lots of favoritism, lots that, of nepotism. That goes the whole way up the the food chain. Nobody's actually selecting on talent, or very rarely are people selecting like purely on talent. It's like who knows who, what surnames he got, where did he go to school? <laughs> like, oh, double-barreled, <laughs> open the bag. Yeah. Um, Cara's played a couple of games for England. He's probably getting a little bit of exposure. Mm-hmm. Somebody said. Like, make, sure, yeah, make sure they play well he's definitely going to get a bat if he plays for Surrey because they keep getting bowled out <laughs> <laughs> and Glamorgan a rock bottom unsurprisingly Billy Root not doing uh, the business that he wishes he could do not yet anyway yeah well Billy, Billy Root did have an interview saying that he would love to play test cricket with his brother um, just quite a sad thing that he didn't have as much, uh, much talent I think, I think they're doing okay in the other in, in the, the county championship in the long yeah. cricket yeah. yeah and there's going to be a break there's, there's going to be long cricket the re- rebranded <laughs> long cricket um, <laughs> yeah they are second in, in the long cricket yeah Billy Root has actually some runs in that one how many how many balls are there in a, in a championship game on average well yeah like so. what day is it 80 overs a day uh, it's 90 luckily yeah. uh, 100 overs maybe average match probably what three and a half four days mm-hmm. so say 600 balls a day max yeah so yeah. that's 1200 the, the 2400 it's definitely going to be It's going to be 2400. It's 24 times better than the 100. <laughs> Imagine if the 100 did lead to a complete rebranding of every game. <laughs> the name always has to be about the number of balls you face. Well, maybe, they should, maybe just English domestic cricket should be derivations of the 100. So we have the 100, we have the 300, and we have the 2400. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> No, <laughs> twenty four hundred. That's just terrible, right? I think the, the county twenty four hundred sounds like a, a NASCAR race. It does. Um, there's a, only like a handful of games left. I think it's five or six, depending on uh, yeah. how many games you've played. Um, they have a break for one weekend or, or one week where they do play a county championship match, which is again some strange scheduling from the ECB. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's going to it's a race to finish. Um, at the top so Sussex are there Middlesex Kent and Somerset I don't think any of the others actually have an opportunity to do it unless one of them absolutely tanks which yeah. I just can't see happening um, AB de Villiers was going to leave yeah and this not was his last game I believe it was going to be he's, going unless... to he's now coming back for two years so I don't know where he's going he might just be going on a holiday I've no idea because I mean he doesn't play for South Africa anymore no there's no other world T20 competitions that are going to be on at that point that you can just go for a week guess it might be some sort of exhibition match at some billionaire's birthday party off uh, off air Ross I'm off to Amsterdam this weekend and you said that there's an annual sex convention in Amsterdam in August there is perhaps De Villiers is just making a detour over the the channel maybe he's filling in for Chris Gale because Gale's back in the ODI (laughs) squad now so maybe there's a Opening for uh, yeah, AB, AB a gun, gun cricket batsman. We need a T20 mercenary yeah. cricketer. What was the deal he was going to get in the big bash? The Messiah. The Messiah. Messiah. Yeah. Messiah. 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 So, yeah. maybe, so maybe he's going over to the Amsterdam convention to select strippers for Chris Gale's house. No, we're not going to go that far. I was going to say allegedly. Maybe he's going to be one of the marquee players to replace Brendan McCullum in the Pornhub's oh, Euro Slam. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And that is, it's a whole marketing thing that goes all the way around. Either way, it's CD. Is yeah. um, AB Davilia's Hall <laughs> of Shame will definitely be on the show there. Um, so that's the roundup of the Southern League. Yep. Yeah. Um, Rob, the North. The North. Um, Kings in the North. The north, the north. So, uh, unfortunately, over the last week, there have been a fair few abandonments in the uh, north group. Is it weather too good? Well, so, as you can imagine, for early August uh, in England, mm-hmm. it's been a heavy amount of rain. <laughs> uh, so a great British summertime. Exactly. So, there haven't been too many matches, but there were still a few. Enough matches were played for Lancashire to lose their first game of the season. Lost down being oh, record. Uh, on Sunday, they lost to the Birmingham Bears. Uh, so Dom Sibley, as previously mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, got another 50. Still, so still keeping up his form. Uh, so Birmingham put up a decent total of 179. Uh-huh. Uh, in reply, Lancashire, they were helped by Maxwell, Glenn Maxwell, hitting 79 of 39 balls. Not too bad. Yeah, he's keeping up his form. He really has found his level. Like, yeah. He's not good enough to be an international cricketer. Yeah. But he's too good to kind of be like a county cricketer. Yeah. So I he's, mean, he's kind of that weird bit in the middle. Is it, oh, would James Vince be in that category? Uh, uh, I would say Maxwell. Well, as a T20 player, I think Maxwell's a decent bit above mm-hmm. Vincey. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, Maxwell has like a couple of test centuries, I think. Still not good enough, mate. The verdict's been passed. He's better than, like, I don't know, He's uh, who, who do we have in that category? Well, he, uh, they, he was coming into the World Cup. Old dump. Ian Bell. There's definitely nothing nowhere near the, the, the <laughs> stage of justice league. Um, but coming into the World Cup, the, the Australians were saying right. that Glenn Maxwell was kind of their Joss Butler. Yeah, he's their finisher. And there's not a chance he's anywhere as good as Joss Butler. No, he was Butler five years ago. That's Which, fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Joss Butler can't play test cricket either, so it's, yeah, it's, not, yeah. it's not a huge thing. But, uh, well, so if you're saying Maxwell isn't that good, maybe even a bigger indictment on the Birmingham attack is the guy who scored 35 runs against them on Sunday. Beaker. Beaker. Even Beaker got on the act. Beaker, for you, everyone, is uh, Keaton Jennings. Keaton Jennings, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you, it was full time. Yeah, if you've not seen the Muppets, type in Muppets and Beaker and you'll be uh, welcomed with uh, Keaton Jennings. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he got 35, but yeah, still wasn't enough. Uh, so yeah, Lancashire, Lancashire lost the first one. So they're now, Lancashire now on 13 points uh, after nine games. Uh, yeah, so... Um, and they're pretty much home and dry, they're pretty much going to get there. Yeah, so well, so yeah, so yeah, they've got five games still to play. Mm-hmm. Behind them, um, we've got Knotts and Worcestershire are both on ten points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think Worcestershire have got an extra game in hand, so Worcestershire have only played eight games. And four teams got up from both, don't they? Yeah, so then uh, behind Knotts and Worcestershire, we've got uh, Durham on nine points so Durham are four points behind Lancashire and then anyone behind them is more than four points behind so I think Lancashire are looking pretty good yeah Durham have uh, MVP don't they the, the current MVP Darcy Short yeah yeah he's been doing well then yeah Birmingham and Leicestershire are a point behind Durham so they are still in the hunt for fourth place but yeah I think Lancashire are looking pretty set uh, Wisher and Nottinghamshire at the moment playing quite well so they'll be looking to go well uh, does, one, does Stuart Broad play in their T20s I know they play in test cricket but does Stuart Broad turn out for Nottingham's T20s probably not for ages I don't think so yeah. no. no just not Sam Patel Patel yeah as I said uh, week four last week Summit uh, has got one of the best economy rates of anyone in the North group Going at only like six point five and over or something. Is it too late for him to relaunch his England career and play the T Twenty World Cup next year? No. Well, we have to start that as well. We've yeah. already got, we've already got hashtag restore balance going. <laughs> I'm looking for some balance. Uh, one other thing to mention from the North uh, group is uh, one of the other games that actually got played was Derbyshire uh, comprehensively beat Yorkshire by fifty five runs. Good uh, result. And a previous pod favourite in. Dwan Olafir mm-hmm. played for Yorkshire did not have a good day uh, he went for three three well three overs uh, and ended up with figures of naught for 47 oh great that, yeah, yeah. He's, he's come around the park there isn't he he's yeah. got tonked yeah. he, hasn't, he hasn't really set the uh, overnight no. isn't he since coming over here maybe that maybe South Africa were right, right to let him go maybe yeah now, Yorkshire they're having a torrid time aren't they bottom of the league now yeah the Vikings <laughs> for a bit when they had when they got Bearstow when Bearstow was there scoring yep. runs Root was hit runs I'm not saying that Yorkshire people are a little bit smug when it comes to it but it's kind of Yorkshire not, not at all you would never make that I've never done but that. I mean I am quite enjoying them being bottom yeah, <laughs> yeah. home of cricket uh, did you say uh, just on the other thing in the north I'm surprised you missed it uh, Colin Ackerman Ackerman mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. taking thanks Ackerman record in T20 figures yeah, first, first man to take a 7 foot yeah 7, seven for 18 well like, it doesn't really matter any wicket I mean that's <laughs> like, like uh, well as you say the wickets are worthless in T20 so it's well, all about the economy rate <laughs> uh, it's still a good economy rate right? yeah. um, but they're good wickets I didn't I've actually seen the highlights but so when taking 7 they must have gone reasonably well yeah. um, there's, there's 2 or 3 catches in the deep ok there are a couple of like bold there's a, there's a bold on the second bounce <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's a it's so a, a, a minefield surely no it's just bad batting right I think um, so but, Colin Ackerman was just as surprised as everybody else to see those figures come up was he I think so I mean I did take a quick look because like, after the game to see, see whether he was actually amazing uh, mm. his career average is 28 in T20 cricket and he's more of a sort of all-rounder I think it's not. Um, is he there kind of making up the numbers, or has he got quite a distinguished yeah, he's career? Captain. Okay, he's a he's a cold pack player yeah. in South Africa, mm-hmm. um, 
Alan Lee, yeah, what was he makes his living here? Uh, and but you know, then made made some history. Well, December eighteen, congratulations. That's very very uh, very well done. Um, anything else to the north? Nope. Uh, out of the eight teams that are in it, who's going to go up? In the top. Who's going to finish in the top four? Uh, Lanx, Knox, Worcestershire, and then I reckon actually Birmingham might just overtake Durham. Okay, that's my hot prediction. Nice. Right, that's the T20 Blast Roundup. We'll have a quick break, and then we'll be back with a little bit of sundries. Watch the ball and try and whack it as hard as you can. Oh, I got high. I was gonna grind out some really impressive wins. But then I got high. No, you wouldn't. They took my whole paycheck, and I know why. Why, man? So Jack, what else do you have to bring us from the world of cricket this week? Uh, there are five or six things. Um, what, what would you like to start with? Number four. Number four. Uh, Just to make it complicated <laughs> for your notes. Um, <laughs> they're thinking of using a microchipped ball for the Big Bash League. Uh, why? Uh, what information would the microchip bring? I think bring? how quickly the ball's going, how high it goes... How low it goes. That's pointless because you can just do that. How hard it's hit. But you can just do that with a camera. No, I don't think you can. I think the frame rates aren't good enough still to like actually. So when they when they do, for instance, when they do like that ball was ninety one miles an hour. Mm-hmm. What they do is they take five speed readings between the, in the first three meters, I think, of the ball. Okay. And they just put the highest one up. All right. So they've got no real idea. They know it's between like two and a half. Really? Yeah. I, 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 I generally thought they had something that. It's tracks. not. I don't. I think you can. Then maybe they do. But like the the one for Sky is that basically. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, at yeah. least No, that is true. Cause Jeff, people like Jeff Thompson always complain. Like, oh, the way they do the speed readings these days. And, you know, I was bowling at least and, 105. Uh, you know. And Typhoon. Yeah, 119. Wait, wait. Typhoon Tyson is one of his things. Um, he, well, when he was alive, he's always moaning about speeds. Um, so that, yeah, that'll be interesting. I don't like that they trialled the ball this week. I think Josh Butler was out there. Okay, it. not out there, but like hitting it around. All right, fine. Um, so so it said it worked. So will be it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Do you reckon they'd have to change the ball quite frequently? Because like, microchips are notoriously pretty flimsy things. Surely, if the microchip goes, they're just like new one. Yeah, that's, that's no, true. no, no. They're just like we'll like we'll just play on. Yeah, but no, we don't need. We'll just have no microchip data from this bit of the game. But then, well, then what's the point? Well, like it's not going to break all the time, is it? Like I don't, I don't know. It could well do. Um, uh, yeah. Look, I don't know. Do I? I'm not. I just it's just what I've heard. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> I don't. I just think it's a bit of a silly idea. I'm not really sure what people are going to get out of it. And, Actually saying that how fast it is pretty... Well, I, think, I don't know. Like, maybe you want to know how high the ball went or how quickly it stopped. They already use stupid stuff. Like, no one cares like, some of the stats they use anyway. So I, I think that's a stupid idea. All right, well, boss has spoken. <laughs> uh, we've got some more options. Which, what, one, two, three? Two. Two. Uh, they've it's announced... really shit. Game show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is behind board number two? They have announced. And somehow we're all losers. <laughs> uh, we don't. We don't often do hundo news, do we? No, they're not really news. It's just like what's what, what is the hundo? Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's the what? short form format of the twenty four hundred. Oh, okay, it sounds really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> uh, they've announced some of the people in charge. Okay. Uh, some teams. Okay, we've got Willy Wonka. We've got Gary Kirsten doing the Welsh Fire. Okay. Uh, a guy called Matthew, something or other. Matthew Modine. Okay, great. Uh, I've never heard of him doing one of the other teams. Uh, and Shane Warne. Okay, have we uh, got any. I thought the ECB were kind of doing this as not a completely worldwide competition, but to promote kind of England, English coaches, English players. I think there's a lot of English assistant coaches. Right. Yeah. In L100 era. I think there's quite a lot of we need to make this not be a failure yeah. going on. So who can we get? Oh, everyone loves Shane Warne. Yeah, can we throw loads of money at Shane Warne? Yeah. Shane Warne, who two years ago said that he thought the 100 was a terrible idea. Yeah. Has somehow changed his opinion. Yeah. Money I wonder why that money talks. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, unfortunately, he's got the old uh, hair well, yeah, transplant to continue yeah. going for, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. He's got right. expensive taste as well, hasn't he? He's a gambler, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's, he's quite a big he's poker got, player. He's got many vices, that man. 
<laughs> Allegedly. No, no, there's like video evidence of most of them. Yeah. And he needs to get his medication for graft versus host disease. Keep his hair in place. Um, uh, on a last note, if uh, anyone is interested in listening to Gary Kirsten's Cricket Philosophy, he was a guest on a very good uh, podcast called um, the Sports Science Podcast. Okay. Um, where he uh, talks about his coaching career so far, about the psychology of playing elite cricket, which is very interesting. I'd recommend it. Anything particular you could draw from it? Uh, just that, you know, obviously there's a lot of pressure on you, and whatever way you can find to do with that is worthwhile investing in, basically. He's a, was it South Africa, wasn't he? Coach yes, he, yeah. was, he was. I think one of Winston's five cricketers a year, the year he retired, mm. if you're interested. Nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, so the Hundo is obviously it's getting a bit of traction. Yeah. The ECB are not backing out. No. The, 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 regardless of how much negative press they get, they're funny. still continuing with the social media. Have you seen that? No, yeah, yeah, I've seen it now. So you, you mentioned it that on every kind of Facebook post, they just hadn't turned the comments off. Yeah. So, but now they keep on doing it and they still haven't taken the comment <laughs> function off. No, no, so there's still uh, so much abuse just <laughs> flying in every day. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty traumatizing actually. I, mean, I don't know. So, presumably it's somebody's job to like read. It's, a, it's like a poor, it's going to be a poor intern, isn't it? It's going to be like, yeah. they're, they're doing like a marketing and social media kind of degree. Yeah. And they're just getting, they're just getting having to deal with the abuse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, it's, not, it's not very nice is it no but you think these big companies would learn yeah. from any other like it happens so many times yeah it's, it's, it's a very simple to lesson to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay um, what, what's uh, point number three point number three so we've had microchips we've got a bonus point we've had the hundo we've got a bonus point here so I'll give you the bonus point okay uh Mohamed Shazad has been suspended indefinitely from by the Afghanistani cricket board. Oh, that's a shame. More cricket World Cup fallout. That uh, is a shame. Why, why have they banned him? Well, so Shazad's the wicketkeeper. So the, they, there's sort of two reasons. Uh, he's been travelling out of the country without permission. So in, apparently, you need permission from the Afghanistan cricket board to leave the country. There. Okay. Uh, uh, they said the ACB has well-equipped trading and practice facilities within the country, and Afghan players do not require to travel abroad for such purposes. Right. So they're saying there's a training camp problem. In and around Afghanistan. Well, well, he, they're saying there isn't, and he's not there. I don't know what's going on. Uh, he, di- he didn't attend his disciplinary meetings either, so that, and that could be the end of the big man, I think. I, I love how Afghanistan really, fucking, <laughs> really, like, really have taken every leaf out of the Pakistan <laughs> cricket, cricket book. Uh, so that's that. Um, there's nothing really there. That's a bonus bit. Okay. Uh, speaking of Pakistan, though, mm-hmm. Saar France is still the captain. So after announcing that he was no longer yes, the captain, yeah, yeah, yeah. they've retreated. They've uh, also handed out their central contracts. So there's three tiers of contracts, A, B and C. Uh, they've given him an A contract. Perfect. Well done. So I can't see this being a problem at all. Because <laughs> uh, the coach has made it very clear. Uh, Mickey Arthur's made it very clear that he doesn't want um, to not have to be the, coach, uh, the captain anymore. But that's okay, because Mickey Arthur and all of the coaching staff of Pakistan have been fired. Have they? Yeah, they've all been fired. Oh, did I miss this? How did I miss this? Yeah, that's, 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 that's the bit I thought you were building up to. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, well, this, yeah, so Sarfraz, I guess, has done some sort of coup. Uh, yeah. He's got the best contract, retained the captaincies. Yeah, no, so he's um, going to be, uh, so he's going to be limited overs captain, and then Azar Ali is coming back from retirement, so the guy who's playing, who's the overseas player at Somerset, <laughs> is taking the test mantle, apparently. And, uh, and they've sacked, and not, even, not like one of the coaches, like the top six of their thing have been completely gone. Sherb Akhtar is now on the panel of selectors. That's good. Uh, but Sarfraz is still the test captain. I've just checked that. They've not, he is, uh, he also, if you, if, if, if what you say is correct, that it's interesting that they've decided to not give him a contract, Ali, um, or, or not an A-list contract, because the other two A-list contracts are Yasser Shah and, uh, Babar Azam. So. Yasser Shah's pants. Well, you know, he got an A-list contract. Weird. Uh, Honestly, Pakistan cricket just keeps on giving. <laughs> Tune in next week for more clear and concise news on Pakistan cricket. Uh, and finally, uh, there's only one more point. Uh, did anyone see the Canadian Global T20 finale? No, I saw you tweeting about it, um, but why don't you cover it in a little bit more detail? Well, there's not. It's not. Amazing. So it was playing like the, it was the Winnipeg Hawks. Oh, who cares? It was Winnipeg v Vancouver, I think. Mm-hmm. 
What's interesting, well, the, the good bit is that with 19 balls required uh, left in the game and 54 to win, uh, Andre Russell comes in. He's already taken a fourth there. Dre Russ. Ties the game. Nice. Ties the game. Dre, uh, Dre Russ is... Well, there can't, can't be a better person suited to T20 cricket. He's yeah. unbelievable. In the Super Over, mm-hmm. they go first. Dre Russ, it's the first ball of Super Over for six. Pins uh, it out a bit later. A uh, bit later, what? One ball? Two ball. <laughs> uh, they get ten. Okay. Not, not, Dre, not, Dre, not great after getting six of the first ball. Dre Russ bowls the Super Over. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit of a one-man team thing. <laughs> so we are paying you all this money to it. Yeah. You're doing everything. Jamie's uh, bowls super over two singles. Bowls a dot ball. The keeper lets it through his legs. Oh. <laughs> and the next ball is edged for four, and they lose. <laughs> that is unfortunate. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's um, that's the that's the T20 in uh, in Canada. Anything else? In that's it. That's that's all I've got from uh, the, the wide world of cricket. I enjoyed it, mate. Yeah. Nice uh, work. Have you got anything? Absolutely nothing. Rob, have you got anything? Nope. Uh, then one more reminder. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram at thecricketpod or drop us an email thecricketpod at gmail.com. Yeah, we would love to hear any stories you have interacting with professional cricketers. Yeah. The weirder, the better. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. It's Cricket Podcast. Bye-bye. <laughs>